Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Michael O'Brien. He's an executive business coach, TEDx speaker, author, last bad day creator, and he's all about leadership development and personal development. Michael, welcome to our show. Chris, thanks for having me. So I already read a few things on LinkedIn and I just like how you write. I saw that you're a big Seth Godin fan and you talk about preventing your bad moments from turning into bad days. So tell us about that. Yeah, no, I'm a big, yeah, big fan of Seth, but the bad moments into bad days, I'm all about resilience. I had my last bad day on July 11, 2001. It was the day I got hit head on by a Ford Explorer when I was out riding my bike before a corporate meeting. I was at an offsite in New Mexico. And that moment changed my life forever. And I realized that everything is neutral until you label it and we get to choose the labels. And so I labeled that my last bad day and I haven't had a bad day since. Wow. That's so powerful. This is why when I talk to my guests, I don't ask them too many details. I want to hear them myself. <laughs> it says fresh and new. So, I mean, let's talk about that moment, right? Because we all have had some tra tragedies and that's like massive. So was it like that moment you're like, you know what, I'm going to have that mindset or did it take a few weeks, a few months, a few years? Like, I, I want to know the why, the how, yeah. the why and the how. It would have been easy if it was a light switch where it was like on, <laughs> off then on. Unfortunately, like in our, in the, any crisis that we face, including the one now, it, it takes a while. It's a little messy before it gets clean. So before the accident, I was living a pretty cool life if LinkedIn was a thing back then, but I was chasing happiness. I was, you know, I thought I had to have all the answers as a leader. I know you know people like that, Chris, back then and in current day where we're sort of just chasing, we're on this hamster wheel doing for external merit badges. And the universe, God, Mother Nature, whomever gave me a pause button to say, hey, listen, you have a pause button to think about how you're showing up for life, how you're showing up for your career. So initially when I came out after making a commitment, I would stop chasing happiness. And I learned about what was in front of me, the uncertainty, the worry, the fear, just like we're going through as a society today, I got dark. I was bitter and angry and wanted revenge against the driver. The driver had a revoked license. But it wasn't until a mentor, because we need a good mentor, a good guide. He was like, Michael, going back to everything's neutral until you label them. He was like, your, your events are neutral. You have a choice. Nothing has meaning until you give it meaning. So you can stay a victim or you can decide to use this moment to define what resilience looks like, to go from victim, if you will, to victor. And that was just enough of a door opening, Chris, for me to say, okay, I can see some of the possibilities. So it was a day by day, um, I'll use a cycling analogy, pedal stroke by pedal stroke way to creating a better life, having a better career. And to me, having your last bad day is about the day you decide you're going to live life differently, not by someone's script, not by society's script, but by your script, much like, you know, your career, like how you took control over it and, and you created something really wonderful. This event in my life gave me the, gave me the confidence that I could do the same. Yeah. 
I was talking to Michael prior to the podcast where like my teachers, my very first member as a kid, they labeled me as being a problem, meaning they punished for me for talking too much in class. And then when I graduated college and I got a job, first full-time job, they, they literally fired me for lack of mo motivation. So again, like what you're saying, Michael, they labeled me, right? But now looking back, it's just so phenomenal not knowing it. It's like, no, like that's actually one of the best moments of my life where I got fired, not at the moment, well, looking back, it was literally saying, okay, Chris, you're not really meant for a corporate job. You need to go off on your own. And unfortunately, Michael, why do you think some people, they just keep that in them for a long time? They haven't figured out a way to release it, to let go of it. I think a lot of our old, our old world beliefs, our perspectives, our scripts, we keep them around to protect us. Whether we call it fear of failure or fear of success, they're like a security blanket that doesn't really provide a lot of security because if we ain't growing, if we ain't changing, we're probably gonna get left behind over time. So for me, I was naked. The accident sort of took everything. I had a fresh flip chart, if you will. And then, it was, then I knew internally focused that it was up to me to write it, that I no longer could just sort of fall back on the crutch that, well, other people wanted me to show up this way. But I think for so many folks, whether we get trapped by comparisonitis due to social media or beliefs that we had when we were a kid, we just haven't found a way to let those go so we can move forward and create a better normal. I think we're gonna to need to do that as a society. We're not gonna go back to what it was. Uh, we have an opportunity to create something much better through all of this, this particular moment in time. I agree with you, Michael. Now, you're passionate about personal development. Is there someone that you really admire and that has helped you out in terms of their, their um, lessons? Well, there's a couple of people that very few people know about. So one was the first gentleman that I knew as an executive coach, David Kolb. And I repeated his name over and over again when I was in the ICU. I don't remember anything about my time in the ICU, Chris, because I was all drugged up. But my wife <laughs> took copious notes. And when I came out, she was like, who's David? And I was like, why are you talking about David? Because I wasn't the type of guy that would talk about work at home. I yeah. tried to divide it. I tried to repress it, you know, yeah. just separate. And I was like, wow, like he left a mark. We hired him to help our team out as a coach about three to about three, four months before my accident. I knew like, wow, if I'm mentioning his name, he has left a mark in my life and one day I might follow in his footsteps. So he's helped me greatly. And I try to sort of live in his spirit and I still connect with him. He's still a mentor, but I, one of the great guys I learned a lot of, a lot of about life and career was Zig Ziglar back in the day. Oh, yeah, now, he has since that, passed, man. but he, there was something about his voice and his cadence and of course his wisdom and I remember just driving in my car as a young sales rep, listening to cassette tapes of Zig and you know, listening to his words, maybe not following his words. I needed my accident to really digest it and understand what those meant. But those, those two gentlemen in particular definitely have helped shape my life to this point in time. Yeah, that's so powerful because I, I had a mentee one time, she asked me, because one of her colleagues was like, there's no shortcuts, Joanne. And, and Joanne asked me the same question, like, are there shortcuts, Christopher? I said, there aren't shortcuts, but there are corporal lanes. And when you find mentors and coaches, they'll, you'll just get to your goal faster, it'll be more enjoyable, other people get stuck in traffic. But in your case, I noticed on your website, you, you help your clients with enhanced engagement and maximize trust, minimizing judgments. 
tell, tell us about some of those things, whether it's, whether it's a change responsiveness or a strengthening culture. What's the one thing that you most want to share with our guests today? I think part of the work that I think we all need to do, and I think we have a moment to do this with this pause button, is do our inner work. A lot of times we focus in on personal development, leadership development, organizational development from corporations, and we work on skill and knowledge, but we don't dive deep, deep inside. That's what I learned, that you had to get into who you are as a person. So our success starts from within. You know, having the right people around us, certainly I'm all about that. And I love that analogy, Christopher. And I think a lot of those passengers that we have, those mentors have the easy pass to get through the toll plaza a little bit faster too. <laughs> but for us, I think the moment is now to look in the mirror and do some of that inner work, that emotional labor that's so needed that we're not going to get from our corporations, but we can do on our own or with the right mentors in our lives. And that's great, Michael. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services and your, and your great wisdom? One Stop Discovery. So it's my website, which is michaelobrienshift.com. From there, they can connect with me on social media and just check out more of my story and how to have their last bad day as well. I really love that analogy. It's so powerful. And I appreciate you leading by example, Michael. Have a great day and have a great um, year. Thanks, Christopher. Good to be with you.